Seltzer Kings podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listening to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even the Cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys rewatch their way through sex in the city with you. And just like that, I'm Corey Gavin. I am Kevin James Doyle. John Sieber is not here. John is still recording from, from Kevin's bunker. We're from, we're recording in Arkham Asylum in (laughs) Gotham city. In Gotham city. Alfred. If you're listening to this right now, you're preparing for, and just like that, an upcoming series on HBO Max. The rumors have been swirling that it will be, it will be on in late fall. Did I, dude, I saw an article that just said that. Really? I talked to someone. Ooh, ooh, hot and just like that update. I talked to a friend of ours, a friend of the pod who, um, who... We will remain nameless. Friend of the pod, Richard Spencer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. a place we haven't gone on the pod yet. No, I'm totally kidding. I was trying to think of the worst person ever. (laughs) Richard Spencer is, uh, is is not, I'm not going to cut him out. He's not, he, no, he doesn't, he's not listening to the pod north. I think he died or something. He He got beat up or something. He didn't die. There was an article about, uh, if you don't know, First of all, if you don't know, welcome, welcome to the Bradshaw Boys. Uh, there was an article recently um, about how uh, he was ostracized in his hometown. Good, um, yeah, totally. Um, what was the what's the end? Just like that news. What what's the hot <laughs> hot thing you got? Back onto that. Um, the uh, the hot thing that I got was a friend of ours um, was recently asked to do some digital retouching, which is what they do when they like make actors, you know, look better. Yeah. And he was like, Oh yeah. Well they asked me because they thought, um, they are going to be done shooting soon. And so they, they wanted to have him work on some of the post-production and him and I got in a conversation, which we talked about (laughs) recently about when we thought the show would be out. And What, uh, what did they say? Um, it was left up in the air, but from what him and I talked about, this is, this is going to basically give our listeners nothing, but it's basically, um, could be early. No, it'll give them, it will give them reassurance that we have our ear to the ground. Well, we do have our ear to the ground because he, uh, I don't think he took the job. However, um, he was like, oh yeah, they're, they're still shooting. They're done with half or 
three quarters of the season maybe. Okay. And um, he and I were talking about what you and I talked about last time, which is like, when's it going to come out? And he was like, oh, I could see it coming out in early 2022. Okay. But because of what you and I talked about last time, um, it is probably going to be, I, I bet it, I bet it's going to be late spring, early summer. Well, that's what I think. But well, there, but I, that means- I saw like a deadline article or something. It mm-hmm. was just like what all the streaming services have. It was like the streaming like was like, what do they have all to offer? Right. And they said fall. They said late fall. And I was like, that's I, I could I well. So here's the thing. Me and this guy. Here's the thing. Also, we didn't introduce ourselves. I'm Corey Cabin. Did we? I did introduce myself. I, I, I'm I not going to at this point. Don't do. It. I'm not. I'm. <laughs> You're not be, John Sieber. Uh, John Sieber. John Sieber's here, but he. John Sieber's in this room, but we're since he took a break, we're not allowing him back on the pot. We're basically doing like a retraining. So what, he has to see. He's what's, just what's watching that us. Eminem song where he's like, "Dr. Dre's here. He's locked in my basement." Ha ha. That's like that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you've uh, Eminemed. Uh, you've you've Eminem John C. He's he's watching us and, and like, <laughs> oh oh yeah, that's how you do a podcast. Right. It's been a while since I've been back. Um, no, but we were we were talking and we were saying if they rushed it, it could probably be out. As soon as uh, spring 2022. Yeah. But the, the, what they did with the show when it was on years ago was summers. But then there's also a thing where it's like the way that all the streaming stuff works now, it's like, I hate to say it, but like, why not just tease it out till early fall and make it a fall show? No, no, but they were, they were saying, okay, wait, 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 So am I that'd thinking be a, that'd be a year from now, if that's what the case is. I was thinking they meant like in the next few months. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. I think uh, they're still shooting okay, right okay, now okay. from what I've heard. I will say this. I okay. was, I was in the East village, uh, last week. I went and saw a movie by myself. What movie? Green Knight. Oh, nice. Great movie. Very good movie. Um, Dev Patel, incredible actor. Um, and uh, and but, just like that, the awaited sequel to Sex and the City is coming to our screen sooner than we thought. Even oh. though the production of the 10-hour... Now, this is on Collider.com, one of those random-ass websites. Collider actually has a lot of really good information. They're saying it's going to be before 2021 ends. That... You know, HBO Max has slated the premiere window for and just like that for this fall. Of course, this means there is a broad variety of dates in which it could be reunited. That's crazy if that's true. That's oh, crazy. Whoa, whoa, this is crazy. What is it? And just like that, we'll follow a group of friends who live in New York City and talk <laughs> openly about sex, feminism, and other controversial <laughs> themes. Oh my gosh. Collider has their ear to the ground even more than we do. <laughs> a group of friends talking to... Hold oh, on. my gosh. Hold on. People that have been... Three women that have been friends for 20 plus years talking about all this? I mean... That would be... It's already... So... I, I Yeah, I, I just... It's hard for me to... that. So if it started... I don't know if anyone knows this or not. We don't know this, but let's, let's just say the new season is 10 episodes. Let's say it's 10 episodes. That would mean if they started it now, my guess is they're not going to drop them all at once. 
No. They're going to tease him out week to week. Big time. Big tease. So I bet, I wonder if they would start it late fall, do a short pause and finish it in the spring. Like a five and five? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's interesting. It, it is kind of they're gonna They're, they're going to milk this. Oh, I mean, they got to. Well, didn't they get a second season already? All of the information on this, it's like, that's what's so funny about, it's like, it's like, look, Collider's like a fall thing. And then there's no information anywhere. So it's like, it all could be bullshit. Yeah. But I think like they, there, there seemed to be like an an actual leak that it was Mm -hmm. like, we'd like there to be. I think Mm -hmm. Sarah Jessica Parker maybe was like, I would like there to be. And how can there not? If your if your point is to get subscribers, mm-hmm. how could the best like listen, Fleabag's like one of the best shows of the past decade. Mm-hmm. I still don't talk to anyone that's seen Fleabag outside of like my group of friends. That every morning, I live. I mean, we live close to each other. Yeah, I live in South Brooklyn. Every morning, I go to the same coffee shop, order the same thing, order a flat white. With oat milk. And then and I say, stand there and has wait anyone for seen Fleabag? Every single morning. I'm always like, you guys watch Fleabag? Dude, if you're getting a, a flat white with oat milk, you know there's 10 people in there like, yes. Everyone's seen it. We've all seen it. But, but <laughs> I'm saying. About it. No, I know what you're saying. Also, when, I make my coffee at home. I, I'm not an <laughs> idiot. I don't go pay $5. In, in, the, in, in where we live today, when we're working remotely, working from home, you got to make your coffee at home. It's. It, I understand being like, I'm going to go out and get a cappuccino, but it really, it really is a bad move to leave your house and go pay four to $6 for a cup of coffee and then come back home and work. Now, just before warned, Corey and I both have spent about $1,400 on our at home coffee setups. We're yeah, still yeah. looking for the recoup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've spent a lot of money. I spent, we spent a lot of money on beans. We both have expensive grinders. Oh, we yeah. did an entire sex in the city episode that you can find here on Patreon, uh, on coffee. However, we, so we're kind of enslaved to having to make our coffee at home. John's a big cold brew guy. He does it as well. Totally. The anyway, that said, Fleabag. Well, just like think if you're just a business person who's not interested in art, right? You're just looking at the numbers, sure. And this is just a product for you. Didn't they say cat? Isn't Katzenberg an entertainment business guy? Jeffrey Katzenberg, yeah, the head of DreamWorks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's one of the ones that's like a creative guy, but he's a numbers guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is which is why he made Quibi. <laughs> He made yeah. Quibi. Um, yeah. You're not going to win them all, but uh, but I you really just wish, have to I think really they're going to. Really wish gonna... the Bradshaw Boys pilot would have gone on Quibi. We did four versions of it for Quibi, dude. I feel like this. I feel like this show put wind in our sails for the podcast. Yeah. Took the wind out of our sails to <clears> when, for, when we make Quibboys. When we make Quibboys, <laughs> Quibboys, and then it tanked. Anyway, continue. Uh, I just think. I, I I mean I guess maybe the reviews if if everyone's just like this is the worst show ever, mm-hmm. but I don't know if they have fun doing it and if it if it works out numbers wise, which how could it not work out numbers wise? Here's the thing, it, it yeah exactly. How could it not work out numbers wise? And also <clears throat> saying it's going to be the worst show ever is like all right, I'm getting ready for some John's fire, but there's a little show on Netflix called Emily in Paris that we watched an episode of. 
that was spoiler alert not great yeah it wasn't it nominated for emmys and it has oh, yeah. a second season like there's so much stuff now that is just about numbers and you know i mean like and things used to be about listen things used to be pure yeah and about the art yeah you guys <laughs> hey have you guys seen the killing of a sacred deer <laughs> Go watch it twice and tell me you don't come away with two different things. Yeah. That's what art is. But that guy's in the Green Knight. The kid from yeah, Killing yeah. Sacred Jews oh, Green yeah. Knight. Great actor. Um, anyway, <laughs> oh, you know, this is what, this is probably what a bunch of uh, people sign up for a Sex and City podcast. I, no, I, this is what I think. I think that, ooh, I think they're, I wonder if they're doing a season two. Oh, yeah. And if that's why they would not rush it out, but they'd be like, we don't need to sit on this to gather expectation more. We need to do it. See how it, see how it does make it as big as possible mm -hmm. and then do another one. Yeah. And you know, it'd be fucking dope. <clears throat> What's that? I think it'd be pretty sweet. If Kim came back for season two, what if that'd be amazing. What if, like, that would be fucking crazy. Um, I wouldn't hold out for 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 that or for anything, but I just do wonder if, based on the release date, it seems like not they're rushing it, but they're not holding on to it. Yeah, they're not being as as sacred with it as you may think. So, I mean, here's the thing: you have a long running story that somehow ties up near the end of season one, and it you're like, what are they talking about? And then it kind of alludes to Samantha. And then in the, in the, in the finale of season one, you have a, someone answers a cell phone and it's like, Oh, you're in town, sweetheart. And then like you get a Samantha's here. She's going to be in season two. I'm just, and that's what like hooks everybody. I'm trying to, I'm just trying to, f I want to do a bingo thing. I just lost a bet with John. And so I don't want to do a <laughs> really? losing bet. I didn't know what that's. But I kind of want to bet that that Kim's in this in in this season finale of this. I have to say, it, it wouldn't it it wouldn't I, I, it wouldn't surprise me. And we talk, I, th I think we talked about this in the pod. But like, remember the Instagram that Kim Cattrall put up of her running around the the Central Park Reservoir? Yeah, and it was like back in the New York groove. Yeah, like she's just outside enough. That she's maybe the secret weapon of this and, whole thing. And I wonder if she, I wonder if she just, I mean, that's like, if things are all about hype and, and secrecy, mm -hmm. but there's also like, she just doesn't want to do it. So I would not be surprised if it doesn't happen. I also wouldn't be surprised if it's just like, hey, one scene. Yeah. Here's the scene. Why not? She's going to do it. I know. She's coming back. Well, speaking of people coming back, we have a rewatch. Kim Cattrall's too. in the new series have been just like that. <laughs> you heard it here Dude, first. Let's do it. Wait, Corey, can we do this? What's this that? is just for our patrons. So let's put out a press release. Is that is that totally? Uh, let's put out a press release. Literally fake news? No, that we call it. <laughs> oh, that we call it. On our, and then we clip out <laughs> that on our podcast, we, we project. They'll all pick it up. And that's just what we're guessing. Yeah, we could do, we could do, we, okay, here's what we could do. This is, this is what it, this is what it means to make media in this age. We could clip out 
the past two minutes from this podcast. Yes. And then put the Bradshaw Boys podcast, who has hosted these people from the show, Sex and the City, and have these fans and listeners who are incredible. Yeah. They have an intricate theory of how Kim Cattrall will be in the new series. And just like that. Yes. And it's just the past two minutes that we just recorded. Yeah. And if, if she is not in the new series at all, we will give, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll give $250 to the fucking, I don't know. Shoe Foundation. I don't know. Something. We should give it to the Jimmy Choo Shoe Foundation. The Jimmy Choo Shoe Foundation. It gives one pair of Jimmy Choo's gives, to a rich lady. It gives one pair of used Jimmy Choo's to an old rich lady. On Listen, the we'll, we'll figure this out. But I, I, I think we should do that because I think, yeah. I think, I think we need to change the narrative. You know, you know, the crazy thing would be hmm. if we do that and it somehow gets in the news cycle and then it brings up all this other stuff of like the SJP, Kim Cattrall clapback response thing mm-hmm. it just basically redoes everything they're past that in their lives at yeah. this point what if that press release gets her on the new show yeah that's what that's also what i'm thinking that's what happens we yeah butter butterfly effect bachelor boys effect the butter boys effect all right all we right. gotta go let's watch go, this episode katie what is about to happen take us away this episode is brought to you by snapple Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Episode 39 Easy come, easy go. Big tells Carrie that he's leaving his wife. Miranda deals with her breakup and Steve moving out of the apartment. After meeting the McDougal family matriarch, Charlotte maneuvers Trey into making an alrighty proposal. Samantha is upset because the guy she's dating has funky spunk. And now, back to the boys. And we're back. There's lots of gray area of what is. <laughs> Good Lord, man. This is, Dude. we talked about this when we watched it, but we watched it. We're, we're hanging out at your apartment. Um, it's been a long week. Yeah. We're, we're having a little downtime and we didn't realize we were like, man, getting back into such a, Classic episode, star-studded, star-studded, and also a he- some heavy topics. And <laughs> John's not here. John's not here. And Corey and I are drunk. It's me and you. Just we're not drunk. We're not drunk. But we're we're enjoying a very nice bottle of orange wine. And we the second second bottle of wine. One and a half, sure. Yeah. So, so at the end of the episode, we'll be drunk. Right. So this is uh, this is from Croatia. We're having a Croatian orange wine. Um, I believe when I bought it, it had something like uh, 14 days of skin contact. So we're here. Oh, gosh. Um, we're here but dissecting a very heavy episode of uh, Sex in the City. And where's John? He's he's living his life, raising, raising the next generation. Well, give, give the breakdown. Oh. 
Give the breakdown and then we'll and then we'll break it down. Wait, are you ready to watch the breakdown? Yeah. I said again for me. Okay. <clears throat> Episode opens up. Steve and Miranda are sharing a dog. Remember, they have just broken up for the second time, right? Yeah. Second time. Second Sh- breakup. Sharing a dog. Very weird. Um, and then um uh, the next thing we see is that Aiden and Carrie are at the furniture show. Uh, he's calling her his booth bitch, which um, is a red supposed, flag. It's, it's supposed to be sexy, but it's a very, very red flag. Not cool. Um, and then all of a sudden they run into Aiden and Natasha. Uh, sorry, Big and Natasha. Aiden and Carrie run into Big and Natasha. Uh, Big sets a scotch glass down on some furniture Um she finds out, Carrie finds out that it is not going well. Uh, we have a pretty combative chat and chew where they talk about big Carrie dishes on what's going on with big. Um, they remind them that, um, <clears throat> they remind, uh, the crew that Miranda's going through a breakup that sets off a whole thing about Trey and Charlotte. Um, and about how maybe Charlotte's rushing into things. Uh, meanwhile, Steve is searching for an apartment and uh, Miranda's helping him do so. And we'll get into this, but yeah, there's a little bit of like Steve is living on the couch. Like there's there's a lot of like Miranda. There, there's a big power dynamic going yeah. on between Steve yeah. and Miranda in this episode. Uh, Carrie's question is, is it smarter to follow your heart or your head? Uh, and then later uh, we meet Bunny. Oof, we meet Bunny McDougal. So, so hot. So hot, smoking a cig, got her hand on Trey's forearm. Um, she's talking about Charlotte. Um, and then um, we meet Bobby Cannavale, big old Bobby Cannavale. Um, and he's got some funky tasting spunk. Uh, meanwhile, Steve, uh, Steve and Miranda, this is a whole deal about uh, not having cell phones. Miranda gets a voice message about a woman who works for, I think, Amstel Light, who's hitting on Steve. Steve later doesn't come home till late because he's out with this Amstel Light person and Steve and Miranda have a whole deal where they're like, we tried, we really tried to do it. Uh, it's a really sad moment. Um, uh, also then, um, oh yeah. And Steve is, uh, Steve is, he's trying to find an apartment this whole time before that. Uh, and then also, uh, Charlotte and Trey go out. Charlotte says we should get married. Trey says, all righty. She freaks out to Carrie about this, this kind of weird soft engagement. And they go by Tiffany's and he buys her a ring. And so they get engaged. And then, uh, <laughs> Miranda, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Samantha and Bobby kind she tries to get him to drink things and make things taste better. She comes out to him about how he's got funky tasting spunk. And then she says, if you'll do it, then I'll do it. And I forgot about this, Yeah, but he, he takes, he takes his own semen, which brings us to, this is a Patreon episode. And yep. so we're going to do a little tasting that's, session. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you pay Isn't for. Isn't it funny that it's like almost all of our listeners have tasted cum, but we haven't. How do you know? <laughs> how, do you, how do you know? I mean... We can do a poll on Instagram. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then, uh, and then the, bi- the, the big thing is we have a great moment where, where, uh, Aiden is in a face mask and goggles, buffing the floors in Carrie's apartment, jamming out to some nineties grunge. It's too loud for Carrie to work. She goes to work at a hotel when she's there, big shows up 
he's drinking and then we get the famous elevator scene and it's very intense and then from there big and carrie start their first affair and carrie says and it was at that point that i lost my head and that's where we go so head versus heart that's where we are that's the rundown Whew. what do we want to do where do we want to go first Let's go Bobby Cannavale first. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. Because first off, one thing that I think uh, is just props to, you know, there's something about grand themes. This show, I would say, like elevates itself to art in some ways. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I think usually the best art is like, is not, doesn't feel like art. It's just entertainment. Yeah. And that's where... That's where it's just like, how great is it that it's like, huh, do we use our head or do we? And then there's a storyline that's just about giving it's head. About, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, it's on one hand, it's like the most <laughs> obvious thing. Yeah. How could you be so audacious to do something so dumb? And then Dude. also, I think, <clears throat> I feel like Samantha's monologue about giving a blowjob so spot it's amazing i i bet that is like one of the one of the most iconic things from the show because when you really think about what it is to yeah. like to get a blowjob mm-hmm. and and especially i know that we've talked about this before too but it's like once that came into the mainstream of talking about it in like the news and stuff with like mm-hmm. Bill Clinton and all that. Like I, I do feel like blowjobs were a huge thing at the time in that decade. Yeah. And it's just like, a, it's just a great female response to just be like, you guys are enjoying this. Let me fucking break Let it down. Let me break down and the mechanics of this. It's yeah. such good writing because it's like, I feel like, Samantha does it perfectly, but like every single thing that she says is some, something that someone's like, yes, yes, yes. yes." And watching this time, I was like, man, it is, it's not just, it's Samantha Jones at her best, which is like, you have a silly thing that's like, "Mm, what does semen taste like? Mm -hmm. And also I was like, that is one of the strongest storylines in the history of sex in the city. That's just like, guys enjoy these things. And like, do you realize what we fucking have to put up with? And also I'm saying I like doing it. That was the other thing that I thought was interesting was that she was like, what? I love doing this. And I think, and I don't, I mean, what we know from the writing staff, like, I don't think that it's not written from a male perspective. Like it's not written from someone being like, but she likes it. It's more like her being like, you know, it's very Samantha to be like, I love doing this, but to talk about like what this is and how it can be taken for granted, you know? Yeah. And like, do you know, there's an old, uh, <laughs> there's an old Tim Allen standup joke about mm-hmm. how, uh, I, I don't know if it's before home improvement or not, but it's about him being like, like, yeah, I mean, men would give the best blowjobs. And he's, I don't know why I did a George Bush voice, but like, um, but he's like, he's like, you know, because you know, I would, you would get in there and you'd be like, Hey, let go of my ears, Bill. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the joke is that yeah. like, Oh, men would know, but it's interesting to go at it from a place of someone that's like, no, I understand what this is. And I understand this is a thing that you like. And 
maybe or maybe not in her in her instance yes but it's like maybe or maybe not someone enjoys it and then also to be like but this is what it's like yeah you know and to like actually break it down like that's where this show gets into the thing of like actually a revolutionary thing yeah i i guarantee you that has not been done on network television before yeah before this and in in just such a good in like a sympathetic character way yeah in in a way that it's like i mean think about it she's taking him out she's like hey i want to suck your dick right i'm gonna take you and buy you something to drink so that I can pleasure you. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like that's it's true. like, yeah, I'm trying it's to like, fix this. Yeah. It's, it, and, and that's where I think, I, I do think like Samantha's storylines at times, they can be really great or really lame. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes just the assumption of, I, I think this just kind of taps into sexuality in a way that like, people can relate to because listen some people are like i like that samantha's sexually free but i'm i'm not totally that way or whatever Mm -hmm. this i just feel like every single couple every single all heterosexuals and and gay guys Mm -hmm. it's like everybody can get on board with that and learn something from that every single guy that i know could watch that and learn something about appreciating what a girl has to do every single girl can appreciate that and it just is way more um universal and you're really not the only other place that you could get a lesson like that would be in some (laughs) obnoxious article that's just like that a guy that most people wouldn't read or would be too Mm self-serious and instead it's like kim cattrall delivering the best monologue that is is great i loved it one of the one of the best things ever on the on the series i would say totally yeah yeah um a real water cooler moment <clears throat> i do have to say everything and this feels like a very cl- classic bradshaw voice moment but i just realized um we were reading the wrong thing this episode is easy come easy go oh wh- yeah. what'd you say i said it was the next one i said it was all or nothing oh yeah all yeah right, it's fine who cares we're fine we're fine i feel like if if i feel like that shouldn't throw us off. We've been easy. Come get it. Yeah. Easy, easy. Come you easy. Know what's funny, go though. because then she just throws away Aiden and their relationship. Right. Easy. Come. Cause I thought it was all or nothing because it was, well, that's the name of the, that's the name of episode 10. That's after this, but also that all or nothing would be like, she went all the way with big. Mm. And so, and, and Trey and Charlotte got engaged. So they went all the way in. That's probably more of a stretch. I think easy come easy go is probably, but okay. So if it's easy, come easy go, does that mean, does, does that mean that's the, that's the Steve Miranda storyline that it's like easy come easy go. I think it's easy come because of blowjob. And then it's like funky spunk, uh, three relationships in flux in flux. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and all, First of all, this, have you ever heard of a Hummer? Yeah. The most awesome car on the planet. Yes. I have heard of a Hummer. Yeah. Yeah. That only happened to me once, but I just want to just on the blowjob storyline. Wait, no, I don't know. It's when a girl hums while she gives you a blowjob. I thought that was just, 
I thought a Hummer was just that's that is just oral sex. I'm pretty sure it's like when a girl like basically does like monkin. Oh, (laughs) you say monkin? Yeah, like monk sounds. That's what it came to my mind. I don't remember the noise because it creates vibrations. Yeah, and Um, I'm just saying, I like a monk chant. Well, there's just it's a hum which yeah, creates yeah. vibrations which right, right, right. I, I i mean this is years ago now this is when i was in college so it's like it's like now it's like 15 years ago when that happened but i was like man that was awesome oh, hummer. <laughs> i never thought it actually had to do with humming yeah i and there's a smashing pumpkin song called hummer yeah i think I think it does, and I'm just saying it's it's had a 15 year impact. I don't think about it all the time. In this episode, I was just like, "Well, man, I was just I was just going on a memory lane of of some of the if, best blowjobs I've got," and I was like, "I should I should send them a, a handwritten letter. Can I have your <laughs> Can I have your address?" And then just send like she's like, "I have three kids now." <laughs> You're like, did they read the letter? Um, is is it? It's interesting because like one, it depended on the listeners. I, I never, I'd never thought that's specifically what it is, but it's funny because if that actually is true, let's just say that it is. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying, let's say this, that goes more into the Samantha conversation that there's yeah. like, Oh, there's a technique. That's what there. I thought. I was like all that stuff and you're, and you're carrying a tune. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Wow. All right. Well, uh, all right, there's so, a lot to cover. I'm glad we got the blowjob yeah. conversation out of the way. Yeah, me too. We, I saw Bobby Cannavale on the subway years ago. Uh, great looking dude. Great looking dude. Even to this day. I mean, this this episode was 20 years ago. The last two things that I remember him in are, he's been in a ton of stuff, obviously, but Boardwalk Empire mm-hmm. and the, is it a Woody Allen movie that he's in? He's in Blue Jasmine. Blue Jasmine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Blue Jasmine. Yeah. Um, and I know he's been in stuff since then, but fantastic looking dude. Yeah. Great actor. Great iconic. actor. Iconic. Seems like seems like a New York actor. I'm not and like yeah. Like I think New he York still actor, lives here. Theater dude. And also, yeah. listen, do your research. I feel like there with the internet, there's more information out there. If you're in a relationship where it's tasting funky, pineapple, I've heard works. Get out there, guys. Be appreciative. If you're ever in a position to get a blowjob, do not be selfish. Be thankful and yeah. return the favor. Yeah. And also, like, if something's going on, go to the doctor, man. <laughs> yeah. Just go to the doctor. Yeah. Dude. What are you doing, man? Come on. Wait, come on. Obamacare passed years ago. What like, if, I know that the exchange is wait, not did, fully Did you working, see after the credits on. on this? No. What's that? There's a scene after the credits where she's like, it wasn't dietary. It's you have prostate cancer. Wow. <laughs> Dang. All right. What ne- what's the next storyline we should do? <laughs> Man, they tried to spin that off into a really depressing show. It didn't work. All right. Next storyline. Let's do Charlotte and Trey. <clears throat> Charlotte and Trey is the next one. Um, so we're getting into, we're getting into um, some good Charlotte and Trey stuff where uh you know we we see bunny we're getting into charlotte and trey stuff where it's like oh man it, it it's a little sad to me because it's like writing's on the wall a lot of people hate trey a lot of people hate trey trey i will say that 
you get to later the end of their relationship mm-hmm. and i don't know if people recognize as, as much or not but like you see how sweet trey is you see you yeah. see that trey like does the magazine shoot you see that trey is is pretty broken and messed up and also does love charlotte but it's just and also i saw in this and i'm i'm not trying to like dunk on charlotte but you see in this where she she gets this weird you know like all righty marriage thing and she says like it wasn't perfect alt righty alt righty <laughs> going back to what we talked about in the beginning trey was originally supposed to play by richard spencer marriage he was supposed to be played richard spencer richard spencer was too young but if you look trey's haircut is bordering on that <gasps> alt righty <laughs> like trey come on man that's okay. not that's not cool it's not even funny uh, it's not even funny alt righty okay righty and it's it's like dude not she should have known because she's a Dan Quayle Republican. <laughs> right. And he was trying to signal to her that it was just like, he no, was no, like, no, I'm ready for the next generation he was of like, Listen, far right. The future of the right. <laughs> Trust me. Alt-righty. <laughs> and she was like, no, I'm not. And that was their downfall. Yeah. That's and why. She, was like, she was like, but he's so sweet. But it was like the writer's on the wall. Like this guy <laughs> is flirting with some major... Major red flags. Major red flags. Major red flags. And that's major what, red hats. Major red hats. He's flirting with some major red hats. Alrighty. Alrighty. Man, that's fucking funny. It is funny. <laughs> it's really funny. There's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of better jokes we can even make with it, but yeah. you know. Um <laughs> but uh but yeah. The so one thing that I think about Charlotte though, and like I said, I'm not trying to dunk on her, but she says, she says, um, it wasn't perfect. And I think that, and, and then like when she shows up, she's like, I guess I'm engaged or she says I'm engaged. Mm. I, in my mind was like, they're not engaged yet. And then they go to Tiffany's and they get engaged. And yeah. I forgot that this is how Charlotte gets engaged. And I think that, you know, you and I have been around multiple people and like, we've been around relationships where, people kind of just like slide into a thing. Yeah. I think it, I'm, I'm not saying it's Charlotte's fault, but I think that she's like, maybe we should get married. And he goes, alrighty. I feel like that should be a thing where it sits. And then like the next day or a couple of days, you're like, did, can we talk about something? Did you hear what I said? what do you think about this mm-hmm. as yeah. opposed to taking that as a proposal? Yeah. And I think this is kind of the beginning of what we talk about. That's like Charlotte, Charlotte wanting a perfect thing and then being like, it's not perfect, but this is the way it has to be. Yeah. And it's, it's more, you know, just saying, mm, I don't even know if he asked you to marry him yet, well, but they're both going to go along with it. Yeah. Which is kind of, kind of tragic. I, uh, <sighs> You got to have good communication because it's so funny that it's like, if that happened a different way, mm-hmm. like there was actually such a good conversation that could happen Yeah. with both of them. She could say that and he could be like, no, are you crazy? Like, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. And, and also she'd be like, I want that. And then they talk about it. Right. Or she could be like, what's up with that response? Alrighty, like I want to feel special. And it's like both of them 
both they're just not communicating. They're both thinking about the other person in like the worst way, you know, mm. in, in not like a, in sort of like they're thinking about what they should do mm-hmm. and what should happen and not each other at all, which is sad to see because the best conversation could come out that he's like, no, I wasn't going to get engaged to you. Like, why would you think that'd happen now? Totally. And then she's hurt. <clears throat> and then he's just like, no, but I, well, I'm not saying I wouldn't. And then, yeah. And, and so, What's interesting is like, um, I don't know. That was just a moment of like two attractive people that should do these things. And then they're, they're going forward. And then it's just like the Tiffany's thing had a storyline thing that it was like, at least Trey is not a complete doofus. And just like, right. We did that. That was half romantic, half <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're still just going along with this role that you know you should have. That it's right. like, well, now that I'm in this situation, I should go to the nicest place. Yeah, to totally. tell to show her that I care for her. Right, and it's just like we know deep down, he wants jugs. He needs tits. No, <laughs> well, um, he, he does want jugs. But that they're so locked in a not not connecting and listening to the other person relationship right now. Mm -hmm. And it's a bummer because they could totally have that. It'd just be uncomfortable for a few minutes. Yeah. I I think, but I think you're right. Like, I think the best thing would be her or him to say that. And they're going to be like, what? No, hang on. And then them to be like, listen, I think you're amazing. I want to fuck you in a cab first. That's all I need. Yeah. Um, but you know you're right then to actually open up a thing to be like listen i'm sorry i'm not saying i'm not saying never but i was not asking you to marry me then yeah but i i hope that i want to do that or or be like i want to do that one day i just don't want to be like this but you're right that opens it up for more vulnerability but the the thing that was like played for comedy but that was kind of tragic to me was it was like from then on uh, Charlotte told everyone that they got to Tiffany's and Trey said to Miriam and she answered with all righty. And it's mm. like, man, how sad to be like, I changed my engagement story so it could be romantic and flippant and fun. Yeah. And I said this with the fingers crossed hope that it would work out. Dude, I showed you my engagement pictures. Yes, you did. We talked about it before. I but think, that's pond, that's but... one of those things that it's like when you're when you're stepping out of the thing, yeah, and then you look back because it's like it, that's what I thought with Charlotte changing that. I was like, that's so sad Gosh, that you're yeah. so in a zone that you're telling yourself a story mm-hmm. that has where Trey is just like a character in the story, not a person that you know in your life. Mm-hmm. He's just a person and you're like, you're making up the character that he was supposed to be or whatever. My engagement photos that were my wedding invitation. Mm-hmm. I showed them to Corey. We didn't know each other. I think we, we didn't know each other that well. Were you, was it still happening when we met each other? Uh, we were, we were on like a we were still together, but we had broken off the engagement. Right. Yes. But we yes, were yes, still yes, yes. like trying to work things out or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. But after it all ended, I showed you 
We literally had oh, yeah. all our of our engagement f- photos <laughs> and wedding invitations to send out, mm-hmm. and it's like beautiful city background. I think James, I think James took the pictures. Really? And uh, or no, Karen Dickey did. That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love so, just like shouting out random just, friends' names. Just great the- photographers. I haven't. Oh my gosh, that's and, so funny. But. Uh, I'm not kidding. I can't show people because it's like, it's, it's not, it's not okay to show that on social media, but she literally is, I'm like staring at her. Like I'm in love Mm -hmm. and she's like, has her hand on my chest. She's like pushing me away and looking the other way. I know it is fucking so cringe. Yeah. It's one of the cringiest things that I look at and I was like, I didn't even, we chose that as our fucking wedding invitation. (sighs) I, dude, I remember you showed me and I was like, and the bet, the bet, I this told, is a Patreon I told, episode. We can post this on the Patreon. It, this isn't a Patreon. This, the, you know what we realized in the middle, this is not a Patreon episode. This oh, is okay. Entry, Oops. Uh, Cause we messed up, but, um, but the, oh, it's so heavy, but the best thing I told a story today. Oh my gosh. Can I just found it on my phone. Me? Dude. Oh no. How Charlotte and Trey is that? so much i'm i'm you are i'm charlotte you're leaning in and there's a there's a there the thing is you're both smiling but there is a a strong like oh i know but uh, oh my gosh dude i'm so glad that you are are like healed enough with this. Oh, yeah. I told a story this morning that I don't think I've told the full story of the pod, but like my, one of my worst nights ever, I'm not going to tell the story, but like one of my worst nights ever at a birthday a couple of years ago that like ended up terribly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, the story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, my whole point is that I randomly told a friend, I was like, Oh yeah, I was like, that story came up and they were like, why did this come up? And I was able to tell the story in a way that like, it was funny, mm-hmm. but in the same way that you're telling that about like the pushing away for the longest time, that story was not funny. Yeah. It was oh, yeah. not funny. And then yeah. I would try to tell it to be funny and people would just be like, <sighs> you okay. Are you all right? And it would be, but so now it's like finally funny, but like, but it, there does get to be a thing. It's like the Charlotte and trade thing where you get to now where you're just like, Oh, even though it's played yeah. for comedy, like there's still a thing where it's like, oh man. Well, that's that's where our this was such this is one of the best rewatch episodes I've seen, mm-hmm. and it's because like it's because we had that first experience of just being like not knowing what Charlotte's storyline would be, and I can watch this now and like have a little more sympathy for her. Or not that, like, feel more sad for her because mm-hmm. I know that, like, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And I was watching that just being like, man, it's going to be so awesome when she meets Harry. Yeah, because totally. Because, and that's why I still think, like, television, Sex in the City, television, like, Charlotte's one of the best storylines. It's so well done. It's so, like, true to life in that, like you you try so hard and then mm-hmm. other things happen and they're better than what you could wish for. Yeah. And this is one of those things that is incredibly, incredibly, incredibly sad for many, many people that yeah. 
they really want something we you could get into like disney and like why people want the things they want and yeah, all sure but at the end of the day it's really sad how many people want their life to look a certain way and how much that just breeds disappointment because that's yeah. part of why i got engaged is and i i never felt a deep intense safe love connection with this person but i felt like stuff that i feel like charlotte feels like this yeah. should happen and this is good enough and all this Dude, and that yeah. just leads to like that's fucking that's the saddest thing in the world it's like i lied to everyone and said that this is what happened you're like making like that's yeah. so sad and i'm just i'm happy for charlotte that it 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 works out well that's why we that kinda... it works out and this you know and it's not the end of her 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 story because she does get what she wants in certain ways with a lot of pain yeah that but that's that's why we've said before we think charlotte is one of the most fully realized characters because she does go through kind of a um joseph campbell story of like you know story circle of the trying trying to get what she wants yeah dying going through the pain and rising again and then coming back to like the harry thing where it's like if she met harry at this point it, it never not what she's looking for no but you have to go through that stuff yeah <laughs> but it's 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 really tough and yeah. even as you're saying that like i think like oh man like we everyone has some sort of thing like that in their yeah. life whether it's job whether it's relationship where you're like, oh, things are supposed to be this way. And it's really, really hard to let go of the things that you're like, I thought it was to be this way, but this is what it is. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really hard to let go of those things. Yeah. Especially in the society we live in now as yeah. Americans or whatever, because like you're, I mean, the show, the show is interesting because it's based on a thing where it's like, this is the ideal you're mm -hmm. looking you're you want it all you know and i guess that's an interesting thing where too you think it's like you want it all but like samantha ends up getting breast cancer yeah. and then having a great relationship and walking away from it yeah you know like it's oh, man it's crazy it's like i feel like they really do get to some places that are really they're pretty deep in that sense. You know? Dude, this is just because I, what you said was, I Bill think Kelly never got pissed on. Never got pissed on. Never Bill got Kelly on. never got pissed on. No. Anyway, continue. Well, crazy. but it's, it's sad sometimes that I'm like, I, it really upsets me sometimes when, um, well, it upsets me whenever someone dies of like a drug overdose mm -hmm. and it really sure. upset me when Tom Petty and Prince died within a short amount of time. Cause I was so just sad. like, yeah, I, and and then norm mcdonald died without a drug just cancer so it's like mm -hmm. you can and that just happened the other day and mm -hmm. like you know cory and i do comedy and he's one of the funniest humans of all time to ever live and so it's like <laughs> yeah. what i think <laughs> that has been crazy the past few days um with just realizing you're like oh yeah no matter what and it just, I, I guess it's because of the way social media is. You just hear of celebrity. It seems like there's someone big dying all the time. Yeah. In the past like two years. And I was like, oh, no matter what you do, people are either dying of drugs or they're dying of like cancer. And it makes you just 
think about how you want your life to be. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't know if this is getting too deep. We've had a few glasses of wine, but it, it makes you want to definitely not make up a story about it's it's like you could tell Charlotte, you could be like, listen, you actually could find the love of your life. So mm -hmm. why would you want to live a lie? Because you could you could die. That car could have run over you. Yeah. That could have that could have not been trained. He could have just run over you. She could have just got run over by a yellow cab. And then the dude would have been like, I just want to cheat on my wife with you, but now you're dead. <laughs> what if that happened and then the rest of the show was following that guy's life? I just love I love I love that we were able to bail on like an intense moment. Bail on by, like one of the truest things it's ever been said on this podcast. Yeah, by <laughs> by just being like, let's lighten it up and talk about Charlotte York getting hit by a car. I feel like that's our entire lives is being like really getting up to like a hard truth and being mm -hmm. like, but dude, what if? Yeah. I will just, we should end this storyline by saying if anybody is listening to this mm. and you're in some shitty relationship or thinking about getting engaged to someone that you should like life is you only live once and it's mm. like not worth making some dumb decision yeah that that with some future potential hope promise of mm. like something that you think you should do mm -hmm. um because i actually think there's like true love and true happiness out there not it's it's actually not cynical it'd be really brave for them to stand up for themselves. And that's actually also what's cool about the storyline is that Trey becomes more human yeah, over the sure. series. Yeah. Whereas he's still a parody and that's so fucking cool. Cause I think that shocked us that it's like, you learn more about him and he's like kind of a, a heel at the beginning of like, Oh dude, this, yeah. this is such a train wreck. And so don't, don't be Charlotte and Trey in this moment right now. No. Don't I, do it. I think, I know, I think you're totally right. I think the thing about Trey is that like he gets a bad rap and he eventually does really grow. And I also think the thing you're saying where it's like, if you're in a thing, uh, maybe the place Charlotte and Trey were in, but it's like, just stay present to the moment to be like, stay present to the moment to just be like, are we engaged? What are we doing? Mm -hmm. As opposed to just being like, this has got to be perfect. Mm -hmm. I'm engaged now. It's like, no, just be where you're at now. And then, you know, because it's like, who knows? Trey and Charlotte could have been different. Trey and Charlotte were maybe never supposed to be different, yeah. but don't, don't settle into the perfection grid that mm -hmm. you've set yourself to be into. Yeah. Charlotte, which you know what? She got there by, she she got to where she needed to be. So, all right, all right. Let's let's uh, have uh, we, have Miranda we... and Steve don't matter. It's just that Steve is. <sighs> you you said something interesting as we were watching it. We'll cover Miranda and Steve very quickly, but you said something interesting, and we've touched on it the past couple episodes, and it's been like, man, the rewatch has really been a a real look into Steve that has made it to be like, what are you bringing to the table? Exactly. You're like, listen, sympathetic guy, good guy, but also like, and uh, I don't, uh, we, we, you and I have never, to my knowledge of, we've never been in the position of being like, Oh, I'm living with someone. And then the breakup happened. 
And I now need to find a new place. We've been in, I think we've both been in a position where we've had housing things happen. Like I've, you know, we've been in a place where a place got sold or whatever, but so that, that especially in a city like New York or Los Angeles or San Francisco or whatever expensive cities, people move in together fast and then things happen. That being said, there's a lot of stuff where it's just like Miranda, it shows how much more kind she is where it's like Miranda is going to look at terrible apartments with what Steve can afford. He's sleeping on her couch. They got this dog. I like, like it's kind of true when Steve got so insecure about the suit, it's like, Oh, you shouldn't feel that way. But it's like, Maybe you should feel that way. Like maybe you should get your shit together a little more. Because <laughs> it's like, how did? How is he so ashamed of the suit? And now he's just like, yeah, these are these are the shitholes I'm gonna live in. Uh, oops, can I borrow money for for a down payment? Listen, we all get hit on tough times. Hey. I just think that that we can cover it more in other episodes because sure. I think it's an evolving storyline. Sure, but it takes a lot more time. I really do feel like it's like. Man, what is Steve Brady bringing to the table right now? Besides, besides being like, hey, besides that, Steve, maybe you should have hit that half court shot, bro. Dude, if you would have hit that half court shot, can you just imagine? And but then you know him just like walk. God, if you would have hit that half court shot, if you look at the statistics of people that win the lottery, two years he would have been back in the yeah. same place. Oh yeah, because it's a light. You need to he change your. He would have bought a freaking Chuck E. Cheese. Like he would have just been like, Miranda, I bought a ball pit. Dude, that's come, the, come play today. That's the same thing as the last storyline we were saying. It the change comes from the inside, not from the external. Thousand percent. Okay. And right now, Steve Steve is Steve has the internal worked out, but he needs to actually fucking get his externals worked out. And I'll also say this, and I was about to say no judgment, maybe this is judgment, but like when you're when you're sharing an apartment, sleeping on your ex's couch, and granted it's the late nineties, early two thousands, whatever. So I don't know. You're, he's going through a tough time, but there's also a thing where like, I don't know, maybe you don't stay out all night with somebody and then come back the next morning to like have to take care of the dog. I mean, I guess maybe at that point he's just like scorched earth, but it just, it just seems like it's a really messy time. And Steve is just, he's getting by on a lot of personality. Well, yeah, and and what he went back to after is just like, oh uh, yeah, Amstel Light Girl, yeah. Because he, I mean, yeah, that's the type of girl that is like that he talked about before, which is like, listen, if you're yeah, a, she's a bar, if you're she's a, a beer rep, if you're a beer cool, rep, like what's name, like all for it, yeah. But absolutely. that is Steve being like these are the girls that I used to sleep with. Like Steve is forty or something. It's like yeah, so he was doing that all the time before, and then. And then is like watching cartoons while someone's trying to make a partner and then to go right back to that. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like poor form. It is. But Scooby, Scooby-Doo thing really tipped it off for me. Okay. Carrie and Big. Um, yeah. Carrie, Big and Aiden. We're, we're in a spot. We, we have, we've put ourselves in a classic Bradshaw boys spot where we don't have a lot of time, but like basically Carrie and Aiden are having some things where 
it's starting to fall apart. And unfortunately, Aiden's starting to fall into the background. He's got a furniture show. He's like, you're my booth, bitch. Just, just stuff where it's like, oh, gross. Something feels off about this. But there is a force that is coming in. A tropical storm. Yeah. Just coming into the coast that Aiden's shoddy construction cannot, it can't fight off. And I mean, the most controversial thing, the elevator. Yeah. Of maybe the entire series. It's funny seeing it a second time. And I'm not, I I don't want to wade into this water, but like, I don't want to give it credence or anything, but there is a thing where it's like, okay, you got, you got big who second time we've seen him sort of drunk and aggressive mm-hmm. or, or just, some, we don't know if he's drunk, but like she even says, she's like, do you have a drinking problem? Um, but I think this is the reason that the question that she's writing in this one is the like, do you go with your heart or do you go with her head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her head is like, do not do this. Mm-hmm. But her head is also like, my boyfriend's at home trying to buff the floors. It's driving me crazy. Yeah. I see a, I see flashing, flashing like construction signs that are like, do not go past this. And yet my heart is like leading me to a, to a car wreck. Yeah. You know? Well, what, one thing that I think is good about the writing of this is that they didn't, they didn't meet up. They, it, big is the aggressive like showed up so it's like it it doesn't let carrie off the hook once she makes the decision but it isn't her just being like let me go save big it's mm-hmm. him on this aggressive path mm-hmm. um because it would be hers fully to blame if she would have been like let me see are you okay how's mm-hmm. natasha we're having trouble like right. this is just like like things are not good and I think that that is something to learn from real life too, that it's like, yeah, the second that you're on shaky ground with your partner, that's also the time that like shit could happen. Yeah, totally. That's when you're going to get the, I was talking to a friend the other day about how like when you get DMs or something from like, he, he had gotten a DM from someone who hadn't talked to her in like two years. She moved away and she was like, I'm back in New York. Like we should get coffee. Mm-hmm. And his, his girlfriend, he was like, should I tell my girlfriend? I was like, like that, what a person, you know what I mean? Right. But also there was a, there's a thing in that, that I'm like, th- the moment where you, anyone has the possibility to cheat uh, all the time. And Absolutely. the decision, the decision is made People when your humans. phone's, it's like, Oh, I'm like, I, I think sometimes like when you philosophize that shit too much and be like, Oh, should I, oh, it's like, it's like, look at it for what it is. It's an opportunity. The person wants to reconnect and probably wants to fuck. But sure. Wants Even to if they don't know it. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's, and so you have to be, you, people shouldn't be embarrassed to be diligent to just be like, and, and that's where it's just good writing. I remember when we talked with John last time, John's mm-hmm. like, they shouldn't have done it this way. And mm-hmm. I think philosophically, we should talk about it when John's here. Yeah. But I do think, I don't think you should learn any lessons from television. Like Absolutely. And I don't think that, I personally don't think like more people 
I, I don't think most guys watch the show, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't think you should watch TV and be like, oh yeah, that person did that. I should do that. Yeah. Like we could get deeper into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I do think that this second watch, this was very poor form on Big's part, poor form on Carrie's part. Mm-hmm maybe rape culturally culture ish or whatever because mm-hmm. it's kind of training people to be like oh look but also it's yeah. just two people that have clearly decided they were going to cheat on each other i think a long time ago i i agree i think the thing if you if you look at it in a sense where you're like how should you treat another person if there's a thing where someone's like, don't follow me into this elevator, the on paper and reality right thing is like, okay, I'm going to stand at the elevator door and be like, listen, I want to see you, want to talk to you, but I'm not going to follow you in. Like that's, mm. that's the correct answer. Um, but you're right. Like there is a thing when you look at a TV show, a play, you look at Shakespeare, you look at like things that are like, oh, a lot of Shakespeare, it's not in, uh, not just Shakespeare, but you know, like literature, it's not instructional. Mm-hmm. You're watching a thing play out in front of you to, and I, I don't say this as like a concession, but you're, you're watching people make bad decisions to yeah. watch what happens when humans interact. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like the instructional part of this is like. Yeah, if you're follow, if you're drunk and you're married and you're going to meet your ex at a hotel because you stalk them there, and someone says, "Don't get in this elevator," don't get in the elevator. Mm. But when we watch this, you're right. You're watching, you're watching a few people that are like, "I played his voicemail for the seventh time while my boyfriend like went down to the hardware store mm. or whatever," you know, and so. You're right. You're watching two people that are on sort of the slow slide of like what you're saying. Someone's like, I want to get coffee. And it's like, should I tell my ex? And it's like, you're watching two people on this slow slide. Yeah. Do this thing that, and there, there is a thing. It's like, you're giving ground to something. It's I, I wouldn't, this is kind of a far stretch and <laughs> it's like we're getting so deep, but like you look at like addiction or something like that. Yeah. And someone is like, you know, there's there's a reason why it's like uh you know i'm in a certain place where i don't really drink but like i don't think it's a good idea to hang out in a bar it's like yeah 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 don't you know like we've 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 known people that have you know gone Mm -hmm. through that and it's like you know there are certain things where it's like yeah it's not a it's not a good it's not a good a good idea to surround yourself with certain things yeah and this is these are two people that are and it's hard because everyone does this, but it's like two people that are ignoring certain things in their life. And at the same time, letting other things into their life where it's like, you're building a powder keg of something. And then at the end, she says, that's when I lost my head. So, and to get to the addiction thing, it's like, there's a whole, <laughs> I, I heard this on a podcast. The other, I think it's a Conan podcast, but like, they were talking about, they're like, yeah, that's one thing in addiction where they're like, my best decisions got me here. Yeah. And that's what happens where it's like, yeah, if you're going by logic, like Carrie's best decisions of being like, well, I just wanted to hear him out or whatever. Like that's what that's maybe it's good in the end to follow your heart, but like, it's going to be, it was 
very messy for her yeah. to follow her head there because she's in a relationship and he's married and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think in general, I think like the reason why this is one of the great, the great couples in television history is mm-hmm. because it's, it's fascinating watching their toxicness. Mm-hmm. That's why we're drawn to them, you know? Cause mm-hmm. it's like, listen, no one gives a fuck about Charlotte and Harry. No one, there's no conversation there, you know? Mm. And well, people root for them. They root for them, they but root it's for like, them and they love them, but there's, there's, there's nothing just like big it. and Aiden, like carrying big, carrying sure. big sure. because there's conflict and there's like, fuck, how do you, and this is just, this is their first biggest fuck up and it's leads to the, to the biggest fuck up. I mean, this is a divorce. Yeah. This is, this is the best. I think this is the best Carrie Big moment in the entire series. Yeah. Even the shot when it like pulls out and they're just lying there. There's and the just crazy like, thing is Big he, is like smiling. Yeah. He's That's just so like, big because he's just like, he's like I told you it wasn't going well. Dude, my fucking wife's teeth are so, f- they're gone and they're she doesn't even so know it. so ready to get knocked out. And Carrie's like, why? He's like, oh, you'll see. Oh, you'll not only see, you'll watch them get knocked out. Well, oh. well. Well, don't cheat. Don't cheat. Don't get engaged to someone you don't want to get engaged to. Yep. Uh, if you're a guy, make sure that your cum tastes good. If you're a girl, thank you for all, on behalf of all men, thank you for the blowjobs. And if you're a guy and you're married and you're stalking an ex, don't, don't get in an elevator, but just don't show up at the hotel. You know what you need to do? Call a buddy of yours. Or, or a female friend that is a, that is a good friend, whoever call a friend, be a thousand percent honest with them and just say, I'm in a terrible place. Yeah. Can we go to like a Dave and Buster's and just big calls Bobby kind of He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You in trouble? Dude. I, you, you talk about your relationship stuff. I have to tell you, I just tasted my own cum. <laughs> And then, and then Big and Poppy kind of all just go to a bar together and, and just drink some scotch. And we're like, oh yeah, let's bro out. You know what tastes better than my own jizz? The scotch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Later taters. Later taters. Bye. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.